Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Culture Gaming Podcast. My name is Rachel Hurry. Today I'm joined by Rich Hudson. Hello. And Zoe Miss Kelly. I realize I've never said your surname out loud before. You did it. You I did hope it. I, I got tense for a minute. I was like, <laughs> she's, she's doing the full name. <laughs> Zoe is joining us today because we are going to talk about Pokemon. New Pokemon Sword and Shield came out one week ago on Friday. Wow, I was did it? that in a weird way, it didn't a, I? It's two weeks ago. It's been up. It's been out about a week. It's been out over a week now. Uh, how much have you guys been playing it? I am three gyms in. Okay. I've put about ten hours into it so far, so I've not been like mainlining it, but I've not been fanning around doing everything else. <laughs> I've been kind think, of. I've been half and halving it basically. Yeah. Have you been catching everything? Mm, yes, I've been going. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm going through trying to catch most things <laughs> if i can be if I, if, I, if I want to, if i see a route to the gym and i just kind of mainline the gym or just go straight to the gym but if, if i come across something i've not seen before yeah. i'll give it a go to catch it yeah. i've been kind of doing a little bit more than you i lost track i lost count i think i've done six i've just done the ice gym it gets really like this two or it's basically back to back and you're like wait how many badges do i have I think <laughs> i've just done the ice one which i think was six but it might have been five i might have lost count uh, but zoe I know um, for a fact has played even more. I'm hanging out at the Elite Four. I literally, Ooh. like, within days of getting the game, because apparently I cannot be controlled, I got, <laughs> I got to the Elite Four, realized it was like three days after the game came out, and I was like, I'm going to go and play Death Stranding for a short while, <laughs> just, to, just to extend Stretch how long. Stretch out that £45 yeah. experience, right, yeah. So I feel like the three of us have played a decent amount of Pokemon. Uh, do you have a favorite Pokemon so far from the new lot because there was about 100 new pokemon i'm gonna say um, it was about 70 or so what are you thinking so far gonna be my boy yamper oh yamper is brilliant his evolution (laughs) which i can't remember what he's called boltoned boltoned Mm. mainly because i called my yamper cheddar nice because (laughs) he's not a common bitch (laughs) Uh, and he has been a very good boy (laughs) up to this point it's okay i could say bitch it's fine sure um yeah, he's been he's been great. I I, I do like having a have a good good old electric type in my party. I did get a Pikachu, but my Yamper was already a bit strong, so I figured I'd stick with my Yamper. Now he's a Bolton, and he's a very very good boy. <laughs> I'm going to give a big shout out to Silly Cobra and Sandaconda nice. because I flipping love snake Pokemon. We've got like six of them now. And I was very, very happy to find Silly Cobra in the desert and find out that he has a Gigantamax form. More on that later. That looks like a big old like up, like spinning top snake thing. Wow, I got really passionate about snake there. Yourself? <laughs> Silly Cobra brought you to that. 
Uh, mine is probably uh, a really weird Pokemon that might be quite controversial. It's Berserker. It's the oh, new evolution of Meowth. <laughs> Literally the moment it was like, you can get this tiny Viking cat. And I was like, well, he's mine forever now, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so of course, Berserker is like not quite Galadian form. It's the, the Galarian yeah. evolution. What did you think when you first saw Galadian Meowth? I so just like, laughed. <laughs> I just laughed. The Galarian evolutions are dumb, but there's something about it yeah. that's kind of charming because it makes each different sort of game and location region actually feel like yeah. a different place instead of yeah. like, here's the next one. Yeah, true. So something that did come sort of new with Sun and Moon, which was the last Pokemon games on the 3DS, was Alolan Farms and now on the Switch with Sword and Moon. Sword and Moon. Sword, Sword and, and Shields. Well. Uh, we have Galadian Farms. I don't know how to feel because on one hand, I do like that Meowth now has like five different faces. <laughs> but then on the other hand, I'm like, uh, like where is Raichu's Galarian Farm? I mean, he did get an Alolan Farm, so you know, we'll, 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 we'll take that. It threw me a bit when I first came across somebody using a Zigzagoon. And I cause because <laughs> Gen 3 was my last proper mainline Pokemon game. It's been a long I've I've played a couple of the bits in between. Like I loved Let's Go last year. Last year? Yes. Yes. Um and <laughs> so you know, this was like, okay, here's here's the Gen 3 stuff, here's the stuff you remember, the, the, the uh, Electrike and Zigzagoon and stuff like that. And it's like, cool. And this guy's like, I'm sending out a Zigzagoon, and he turns up black and white straight out of a KISS concert. And it threw me so much. Because like, I wasn't man? expecting. I was like, I'm looking forward to seeing my little brown fuzzy boy. <laughs> and whoa. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, Galarian forms are cool. I do like the sort of angle they've tried with Zigzagoon. He's got another evolution now, which just like you were saying, looks like um, a Gene Simmons, basically, <laughs> uh, which I do like. Uh, Team Yell, of course, we're going to get to all the new features. I just want to summarize, like, what do you think about Sword and Shield as a game so far? Because it's the first what, the first proper like new Pokemon we've had on the Switch. You can't really count Let's Go because it was just remaking Red and Blue, well, and Yellow. Um, but I personally have chosen to call this maybe the best Pokemon game ever. And I realize okay. that's high praise because it's very, very close between that and Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, Rich mentioned you haven't played since Gen 3. Are you, have you played most of the Pokemon played games? Every, every, every Same. So what do you think? Am I, am I spitting lyrics here or am I, am I, I think saying the truth? The last time I'd seen something like this, it was actually, I don't know if you remember the really old games for the GameCube. They were like Shadow of the Coliseum. Oh, Pokemon Coliseum. Yeah, Pokemon Coliseum. I didn't have the Coliseum at Stadium. Yeah, that kind of, like, I like when Pokemon isn't just the exact same game again. I know a lot of people have had a lot of complaints about that, and I do think a lot are valid. But at the same time, I think if Pokemon just continues to be the same game for, like, 20 games, it's going to get old yeah. eventually. So it's I like all the new stuff because it actually feels like they looked at it and went, Hey, what if we did Pokemon, but like we didn't just throw out the same Pokemon yeah. again? I yeah. think that was something that, that was concerning me because at first, when they first announced Sword and Shield, I was mega on board with all of it. And then as time went on, I kind of lost interest. But I think that's down from hearing all of the residual uh, Poke fans getting very, <laughs> very annoyed about the lack of the national decks and all that sort of thing. And there was obviously that brought upon the debate that is like, are Pokemon fans horrendously entitled <laughs> to I mean, their just... games? And <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that, that kind of put me off thinking like when they're saying, oh, it's going to be terrible. Look at how they've reused the animations and all this sort of thing. And I was getting less and less keen. And then eventually got to the point when I was on Amazon and I thought, I oh, don't know what, never mind. I'll, just, I'll, <laughs> I'll pre order it, whatever. And I'm really happy that I did. And I, yeah, I think the, the, that negative push that came from people saying, oh, it's it's different. Dex oh, why is it, it. different? Yeah. Dex it, uh. and that sort of thing. Like, <laughs> the fact that it is different means it is a brand new experience for me. Because I think that's one of the things that always stopped me from playing the newer Pokemons. Because I had a DS after, because Gen 3 was on the Game Boy Advance, I had a DS and I could have played all the games they released for the DS, but I didn't. Mm. Because I felt that I would kind of get bored of them. 
Like whenever I try and go back to stuff prior to Ruby, uh, I don't find it as enticing to play through because yeah. of it. Not because it's old and because, oh, it's not as graphically good. <laughs> it's just, it's the same thing and it's not as interesting. That's why I loved Let's sure. Go so much because it changed so much and made it more interesting That to is play. the thing though. So just fandoms in general, like we fear change. We also <laughs> embrace change. Change is exciting, uh, but we also fear change. So for example, with Let's Go, a lot of the people were missing, you know, the conventional catching mechanics and battle, well, battling mechanics was still the same, but mm -hmm. in particular, wild Pokemon. So just focusing on the new things of Sword and Shield, they did take a couple of the good things from Let's Go. I love Pokemon appearing in the yep. overworld and like just seeing it and going, oh, what's that? And like making a bolt for it. I love that. So I'm really glad they kept that. Kind of gutted that shinies don't work in the same way. Like you can't tell if a Pokemon's a shiny until you walk into it. Um, but as far as new features go, like the one that sort of blew me away was, of course, am I right? The wild area. Yeah. Oh my god. Such so a good idea. Have you played much online, guys? No, no. I haven't yet. No. Oh, Shamelessly. right. So I've played a little bit online. It's actually quite difficult to set up. It's not quite there yet. They have like a stamp system. You can see what your friends are doing. If your friend opens like an open trade, you can kind of go, I will trade with you. Even, um, like, even when we were sat next to each other on a trade, it took <laughs> ages for us to trade. It yeah. was a bit strange. Yeah, it has a great idea in that there are little spots around the wild area that you can sort of convene with uh, three other friends uh, online and you can all take on a big old Gigantamax Pokemon together, which I think is really, really cool. Again, online functionality could be better, but that is something that I, that is why I'm really, really hopeful for this game and for future Pokemon games, because can you imagine a Pokemon MMO? It'd be amazing. After playing this, I can. That's the one thing, like I can understand, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, I was hoping for sort of a Pokemon Breath of the Wild, and it's like, so was I. But at the same time, I think this is the right step towards that sort of MMO like actually exploring an area sort of thing and feeling like you're in a game instead of like, oh, maybe a random Pokemon will come out of nowhere. <laughs> wow. Wow. Correct me if I'm wrong. I remember when they were talking about Let's Go and they were saying there is another Pokemon game in development, yep. but then that Pokemon game still wasn't Sword and Shield? Or oh, was I thought it, it was Sword and Shield. I don't know, what, maybe it is just me, maybe that back then there were talking about Sword and Shield, yeah. but I don't know whether there was another, like a third Pokemon game. So you had your Let's Go remake, you had your new mainline Gen 9 There was 9 that mobile game. one, that uh, don't, Pokemon don't. Masters on the mobile. <laughs> Pokemon <Ooh>. Sleep. I thought there was something else in the pipeline, and I think that idea of a Breath of the Wild, like a really grounded, very realistic, almost like, you know, when you went to go see Detective Pikachu and you're seeing the world and thinking, God, I'd love to walk around this, like in a game. <laughs> like let uh, Sword and Shield gives you that kind of feeling, but not on the same level. If that kind of thing was a thing as well, mm -hmm. I'd be buying into that yeah, very quickly. Yeah, totally agree. Another change that I thought was very, very good with Sword and Shield is they have brought back like proper gym battles. So Sun and Moon obviously just tried something different and that was fine, but I am happy that gym battles are back and they're bigger than ever. And oh my God, the first time you guys walked into a gym, Describe that feeling. It was the music and the fight when it started. I was like, let's go. Oh my God. It's I'm so the epic. most ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I really, really, really like the gym challenges. Now you've, you've only done three of them. So yep. we'll only, we'll not spoil them for him. <laughs> but let's just say the ice gym can get in the flipping bin, by the I, way. I remember you, the ice. not the worst one yet. Oh they get oh wild. God. The ice gym in, uh, in, in Ruby, I remember being a bit of a pain because it was like a puzzle floor to walk. It's like slippy. You kinda, had to walk yeah. along the thing, make sure everything cracked before you could move it to mm. the next space and stuff. Mm. It's like, okay, ice gyms are always hard, but because <laughs> obviously, like I said, I'd never done the sort of, I knew that obviously a gym has its own kind of puzzly, gimmicky sign of kind of thing, but like nothing on the scale yeah, of this. Yeah, Because like, I mean, this has always been the case ever since like red and blue. I mean, for example, with Koga's gym, with the invisible walls, with Lieutenant Surge's gym, with the check all of the bins to 
find a switch. Oh my God, that one can get in the literal bin. Um, But yeah, no, gym challenges are back and it feels like the same, it feels like the sort of core Pokemon, but also with that little bit extra sort of switch functionality and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, but it's interesting because it feels like the the whole gimmicky, like almost game show style Mm. things actually make sense since when you do battle them, you are in a stadium in front of like thousands of people which I just think is really cool. Yeah, this, the sense of scale is really unlike any other, and I'm really just like so here for it. It's so good. It's the bit at the beginning where you're like, oh, Professor's about to rock up, and suddenly you're like in a football stadium with a million cheering fans, and you're like, po- Pokemon? Hello. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm, Rose. Mm, I know you finished it, so I'm not looking at you. <laughs> I don't trust Rose. I don't trust him. I think he's untrustworthy. I feel like there is something... Mm. I don't know. I think somebody... Oh, somebody made a really good comparison. I to said he like, was like the guy in the Hunger Games. Yes. Yeah. Either that or something. I think it was, yeah, you said about him. Or I, there's a, maybe I'm making this up, but somebody mentioned like Andrew Ryan style. Oh. <laughs> like Bioshock vibes We're gonna from We're going to end up Rose. killing him, really? <laughs> with a golf club. Him. Yes, Pokemon. Um, he is the final boss. <laughs> but as far as characters go, if you really stop and think about it, how good are these characters? How much do you love slash hate these new characters? Bead. Bead. God bless. Oh my God! It's not an old woman, by the way. It's a dude. This whole time, I thought that it was through me when when the, when the pronouns came out, and it was like, oh, I literally, I, I thought either it was a young a young girl who'd gone for the I'm gonna look like an old lady aesthetic, <laughs> or it literally is an old woman. I'm not sure, but like I've only reached a point where there's. I think I said this to you the other day, Zoe. Like there's a, a certain. Uh, event that happens in that narrative arc with Bede that has come a lot sooner than I thought it would. That, um, um, well, I mean, do, should, do we make this a spoiler cast? No, let's not. Let's not, because no, it is very there's, good. There's a point, it again, like I said, I'm only three gyms in, mm. but there's a point when this thing happened to Bede, and I thought, oh, I thought this would happen, like, a gym number <laughs> six. Yeah. Uh, like, just bit. before you finish off the main, you know, gym challenge and stuff like that. But I'm intrigued as to where this character's going to go. But every time he turns up, it is like, oh, it's like seeing. You hate it's, him, though. It's he like is seeing, Gary. It's like seeing Professor Umbridge in Potter. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. He is Gary, though. My only, only quip, is that a word? No, my only qualm. regret. Qualm. My only qualm with Bede is that because I hate him so much, why didn't we get the chance to name him? Oh, my grandson. What was his name again? you know immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you get the potential to name this character. It's like, well, he's going to get a really awful bad name, isn't Same it? with like Hop. Oh, like Hop, you okay, you right. You can't give him a name either. Hop means well. And Hop is having a bit of a character kind of progression where he's obviously his big brother is this big sponsored influencer. <laughs> and he just wants to live up to his big brother's name, who is, of course, the champion of Galadian land. And I don't. Oh, I don't like him. I wish I it's, liked him. I, I, like I said, I've only re- I've reached the point where now he's starting to be a bit shaken because obviously up to this point he's been he's been sure he's gonna kick some ass. And I think Bead hands his ass to him at some point in uh, like off screen, as it were. And he's starting to be a bit more shaky. And it's interesting to see him go that route, like where as I said, where I am right now. But he's just at the moment for me, he seems a bit unstable about where he is, and he's questioning what he's doing. But the thing I love about Hop is he's an absolute pillock. <laughs> <laughs> he's an idiot. Isn't he just all of us though? Really? Yeah. I, I have a real connection with him. The idea, the idea of having a rival that gets beaten by you so many times, they're like, am I? Am I bad? <laughs> it's, it, it literally straight away. It's like okay. It's like I. I you know, so, type advantages. <laughs> oh, but yeah. It's like okay. So I pick School Bunny as my as my starter. And it's like, I've taken Grookey. And it's like, cool, okay. I'm going to set the thing on fire. And he goes, wow, you've learned type advantages. Or you haven't, Hop. That's what happened here. God bless him. Bless God him. bless him every step of the way. <laughs> yeah, but the, the one thing I find interesting is that the characters are amazing. But the the only thing I will say is the plot, I always feel like it's, it's getting ready to go into something. And then it never quite mm. does. 
I mean, the, one the plot thing. is just always the same, isn't it? I say it's punk. Go off. Yeah. You're about 10 years old. Go off and leave home. Leave your mob. Become a Pokemon master. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Fight possibly like an evil organization. Fight the mafia. It's fine. You're 10. In terms of like a comparison to the standard Pokemon lore, I do like the fact that Team Yellow just yes. a bunch of fans and not and like some, like, like I said, with Ruby, it was like Team Magma. Like, we're going to destroy this mountain and, and do stuff. I don't know what they were, they were planning to they do. Wanted, like, and these guys yeah. are just like, we're annoying. And they're, what, yeah. what's her name? Marnie, is it Marnie? Marnie? Marnie, uh, Marnie yeah. yeah. Marnie. She's like, oh, for goodness sake, you lot, go that away. Like, I really like that idea that they're just, but then it's also like every time I walk into a new city and it's like, oh, look, here's the two routes out. Oh, look, there's Team Yell in the way. <laughs> it's a good way of sort of gating progression, which Pokemon always used to do with like HMs. HMs, of course, being completely replaced now by your bike and your your trusty Corviknight that picks you up wherever you want to go. Flying the, taxi. Things like that. The quality of life improvements for this game are spectacular. Mm -hmm. How much did you freak out when you saw you could change your 
your Pokemon from the box, like wherever you want. I don't like it. It's I, was, I was like, you trust me with that? It's like, <laughs> it's like the camping mechanic. I'm like, you, I can heal. I'm not just going to kill them almost every route. I can heal these Pokemon. It is a very hand-holding po- uh, game. Like one of the things that I wanted from Let's Go to Komo, because again, it's something that always switched me off from going back to like OG Pokemon is as much as this is going to sound very controversial to Pokemon fans is the grind. Like grinding up individual Pokemon for mm. me is the thing that always makes me think, oh, I'm going to yeah. do this again. The fact that you can still... Uh, level things up in parties um i think is fair like unlike let's go where you could just catch stuff and it would level them like you still obviously have to battle in sword and shield but it still levels up your entire party but it did mean i could get a gyarados very very easily <laughs> by just leaving a magic harp in my bottom slot and leaving him there yeah yeah the only thing with that is xp all and xp share have always been a thing but they've always been optional the thing that you can get yeah, yeah. the fact i mean yeah again the fact you can't turn that off same with the box stuff like i even i think the box being able to act, like access the box and swap stuff oh, around so is very strange <laughs> if you're able to see if, if it was a means of being able to see into your boxes wherever you are so you know if like oh have i caught this or what the stats on this etc fair enough but actually being able to transfer it i thought should always be relegated to a pokemon center but it is a weird because the one thing i liked more is that some of the battles especially later on feel a lot more difficult because especially because a lot of the new pokemon have types where it's specifically like i thought you were safe with an electric pokemon (laughs) well you're not (laughs) um yeah i think they've tried to exchange that by being like well you can heal after every fight and it's like then I'll literally never die, but okay. I, mm. Like, I'm fine with that. Mm. Um, so I do wonder if, like, maybe later they'll make, like, a committed sort of hard hard mode. Yeah. Where it's the old school stuff. This was, we were talking about this. I'm a lover of really, like, proper, like, masochistic game design. <laughs> I would love a proper difficult Pokemon because like, as much as we love it, this game is not difficult. No. It's not even the slightest bit difficult. The only bit of difficulty I ever saw was when Mr. Rich Hudson was having some trouble fighting a rock Pokemon with an electric Pokemon well, and didn't realize why he was getting his butt kicked over and over again. The Dreadnought. This? You were like, why isn't my Yamper working? Oh, yeah. It's a rock Pokemon, Rich. Oh, shit. <laughs> We've been there. We've all been there. I think, well, I think my water Pokemon had all been killed off at this point, so I was just going to try and take it down you with brute force. You don't know type advantages? <laughs> Obviously, call me Hop. <laughs> no, no, no. But like I say, the game isn't difficult. I really would. Obviously, competitive scenes are difficult, and and getting truly, really good at online battling. Oh is, god, it's the one thing I would never want to do is go online because I just get my ass handed to me. I'm just, I just can't be doing with that that feeling of I like this game now. I don't like this game because I put myself in this position. I mean, you've just described me and Super Smash Brothers, really. Ah, okay. Yeah. As soon as you go online, ooh, it turns out I don't like this game. <laughs> um, but no, like as far as it being really difficult, I think that is something they could try for the future. Is have like a hard mode. It's never something they've ever tried difficulty modes in pokemon um something where like for example like like the nuzlocke rule which obviously is a fan-made challenge but something like that you could set up in place where your pokemon has a set number of times it can faint before it dies well, it's interesting because they did i forget i think it was in emerald they've had games where you could turn off the ability to switch out like where it wouldn't tell you what pokemon mode, yeah. came next and i thought that was interesting because like yeah, the way it's easiest is you're like, ah, oh, sending out a water Pokemon, are you? That's a shame. <laughs> I mean, we had this the first time Rach and I uh, battled our first oh, ever <laughs> battle. That is and because And it was literally, it was like, Rach sends out a Sobble. Rich sends out Yamper. Well, Rach takes back Sobble. <laughs> That's it. I've I've lost electricity at the start of the game when you've got a Wooloo. And I, oh, how good is Wooloo, by the way? I've gone, I just love the I've roll, gone however long boy. into this podcast without mentioning Wooloo. What the hell? <laughs> Not even once. Big fluffy rolly boy. Gave love all it. my love to Silly Cobra. 
<laughs> but I think I think with with how um, Game Freak are pushing the boat out with or pushing the boundaries with their with their most recent games. Obviously, you said Sun and Moon changed a lot, and Sword and Shield has kind of gone back, but also changed bits and bobs and brought stuff from Let's Go and even Pokemon Go. Like the kind of the raid battles are similar to like taking on a gym. Yeah. And, Etc. Etc. Like I feel like with especially with like the modern delivery system of games with like digital downloads and stuff, like it's easy for them just to just try to go here. You go here's a is this mode. Like we're still waiting on uh, like a new game plus for Outer Worlds, for example. which yeah. they we can just go. Yep. Yeah, here you go. There you go. Yeah. Done. It's not something I see them like sort of hard mode, difficulty mode, new game plus. I don't see them adding that to this uh, iteration, but I think it would be really cool, you know, if they did in the future. Same with the MMO kind of style of thing. Do you think? Sorry to shout over you there, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think this is what you're going to say. Do you think it's going to get DLC? I was. Oh, gonna, it's not what you were going to say. Well, it's similar <laughs> to that. I was thinking, would they have done like a third game, kind of like how they did Emerald after Ooh. or Platinum? Was it Crystal Emerald uh, uh, Platinum? Uh, black, like there that. was Black Two and White Two, but they were. Guess, they were still like they were weird, yeah. But like, if they did, I always like I said, look at it like I said, Gen Three. So like Ruby Sapphire, and then they eventually did Emerald. Would they do like Sword Shield? And I think the one they got, one they got, one they got, Spear is good. One that got printed in a Mac, in a newspaper Helmet. in Europe was Gun. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody made a fan of it. Said Pokemon. Pokemon gun and then post put it in a newspaper but like if they did something like that would they do that and then go okay here you go like it's same way that you can sort of get emerald and continue or like replay gen 3 would they do that with pokemon sword and shield and do a third variant which then gives you new game plus slash hard mode slash hardcore whatever i mean i wouldn't say no uh something they did with breath of the wild was they did add a hard mode and harder challenges to it um as well as some quality of life improvements but as dlc so i think it is something they could do as dlc it's not exactly unknown even even on nintendo's part even giving mario kart 8 200 cc mode as a dlc like they've added full modes in as a mm. dlc so they could do it, as you said with breath of the wild i think it would be something that Maybe, maybe the the hardcore Pokemon fans that have been whinging all the way up to the release would want is a mode to turn it back to like an OG style Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. I feel like they would make a killing if they did that. So it See, kind of makes sense for them to do it. That's actually my biggest fear is that slowly it's becoming sort of money strategies. Because I do think the one thing that was very fair when people complained about there only being so many Pokemon is they were like, I'm paying for the Pokebank to put these Pokemon in the new games. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. No, like my uh, my issue as well was like, we obviously had Pokebank on the 3DS, but we've got nothing like that on the Switch. And there's no way for me to get my chocolate Alolan Raichu that I spent 10,375 trades getting. Um, there's no way for me to get that onto Sword and Shield. I thought you can with the Pokeball. With the Pokeball? I mean, po I'll try the it. Pokeball controller can take uh, Pokemon from Sword and Shield because they did say you can't play it with the Pokemon controller, Pokemon controller, but you can put the Pokemon into it. So whether you can transfer between them, I don't <gasps> know. Yeah, I'll try. But that might be worth a look. It's a, it's a thing where I'm like, if they make DLC and they make another Pokebank for this and they do a bunch of other stuff, at what point does like even the people who've enjoyed the game they sort of begin to build that frustration where it's like, well, what are we, what are we doing here? Mm. Like, what's the, what's the end game? Is it just to like, here's a Pikachu, pay me five thousand pounds? <laughs> I mean, whoa, that is really, <laughs> it's really quickly. Uh, so, what are you, what are you saying? Are you saying you, you kind of like that it's sort of like a self-contained kind of thing? I've always liked with Pokemon, like, there's a bit afterwards. They give you the obligatory, like, here's the battle tower. Here's oh. like some legendaries. Yeah. Uh, like, you're done now. Go end home. game. Yeah. yeah. An end game of Pokemon instead of like. Here's the Pokemon DLC. You want I some gotcha. extra starters? I gotcha. Yeah. There has to be a point where you've kind of like caught them all and you can go and play Outer Worlds and you can go and play <laughs> Death Stranding and not feel guilty. Um, because yeah, with Pokemon, like I, I just know as soon as I'm done with Shield, I'm going to be playing through Sword <laughs> and doing it again. It's just, I mean, it's just what we do. It's good to always have something on the go to collect. But yeah, no, I see what you're saying. 
with DLC. I just thought, you know, just just brainstorming. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It just could also be catastrophic because yes. it's so unusual. <laughs> uh, that might be me being a real, a real poke of depression there. It's unclear. No, no, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is with with games and with sequels and with fandoms these days, is a lot of people will see something new or different and they'll just be like, oh no, oh no, no, no. <laughs> so I'm just sort of like seeing like how can we take all the positives from what Sword and Shield have done and then take it going forward. The game's been out a week and I'm already thinking about the next one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, back to the actual game itself, because I meant to talk about this at the very, very start of the podcast, so we may as well talk about this at the end of the podcast. Who's your least favorite Pokemon? Because I would love to just sit here and tell you all about my extreme, utter disdain for Stunfisk, because it is just the worst Pokemon ever, and they gave it a flipping Galarian form, and it is Which a bear was? trap. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah, I remember coming across that. It's like, there's a tiny Pokemon on the floor. Oh, it's got my leg. Oh, it's what the hell is that? And then Rachel's like, what? Why is that here? So like, the coolest thing, like one thing that I do really, really love about Sword and Shield is the environmental design. The different environments are really cool. Cave one and cave two took my heart, especially <laughs> cave two when I first realized, oh, that little Pokeball on the floor is in fact Mimic. And it's a Pokemon that attacks you. This is something obviously we've seen with like Voltorbs. And um, I can't actually think of another Pokemon that does it, but Voltorb does it. The little mushroom? Yes, yeah. the mushroom in Sun and Moon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, fantastic. I just thought that was really, really cool. And then, of course, things like um, uh, the wild area and just like seeing a big giant Pokemon in the distance and thinking. The first thing <laughs> I, I did take you. as soon as I walked into the wild areas and Onyx spawned and I was like, cool, let's go fight the Onyx. And it was like, this This is a rather strong looking Onyx. I'm like a level five whatever versus <laughs> a level 36 Onyx. It's like, oh good. And you can't get away either. Oh good. I mean, in a way uh, that is our hard mode. It's so, there's such a satisfaction knowing that every single person who played Sword and Shield had the moment where they were like, oh cool, I'll go get that. <laughs> it's level 50. I'm level five. Whoops. I'll go then. I'll be going. The one thing with that is, though, like, that is really cool. Like I said, that's our hard mode. Yeah, I think that's an experience, but they don't even let you catch it. If you take it down, though, you got a crap load of XP. Yeah. yeah. If you manage to take it down. <laughs> like, whoa. There's always that tiny, tiny chance when you first see a Pokemon, if you throw a quick ball at it, that you might actually, like, catch it. So I guess they didn't want everyone to have level 50s right out. out of the door, <laughs> I suppose. Um, but yeah, closing closing thoughts about Sword and Shield, like little takeaways. I mean, for me, it's for me, it's all the little quality of life improvements, for sure. It's things like um, being able to call a taxi wherever I want, things like having the box inside my Pokemon thing. Oh, heckin' League cards. I didn't even mention League cards. Oh, that's cards. great. I love the I love the customization of Sweet that. Sweet fashion. Yeah, yeah, all the little things. Oh yeah, going to, fashion, I, every time yeah. I go to a new place, like quick, go straight to the shop. What can mm. I buy? Can I make my, my man look very nice? <laughs> <laughs> Mine has blue hair. Oh. <laughs> Don't need potions for my Pokemon. Just gonna spend all my money on a new hat. That's I mean, fine. who buys yeah. potions? Yeah. Do really? you buy potions? Nah. nah. Well, that's because I don't have any money because I bought very, three pairs of shoes. Three pairs of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> don't need them. Want them? I, for me, because like I said, I, I've not been somebody that's been keeping it with Pokemon since 2003. Well, bits and bobs. Um, I it, it's blended what I really love from Let's Go and what I am nostalgic for with Ruby and going and like Fire Red and stuff like that. Like so it's blended the both together perfectly. So I am having this this lovely mix of nostalgia and stuff that I've come to love. And like, I don't think I'd have got Sword and Shield if I hadn't have played Let's Go. Um, I think I'd be completely out of the loop on Pokemon if I hadn't. 
I would have convinced um, you to get it. Probably. Um, <laughs> seeing everybody playing it over the weekend, like over launch, it was ridiculous. I probably would have bought it anyway. But like, I, I'm just having a great time with it. It does take me back. It probably has got me back into the series. I know I'm not as diehard of a fan as people that can turn around and go, like every time a new Pokemon turned up, I'd be like, oh my God, Rachel, look at this thing. And you're like, yeah, that's from this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is my first time seeing it. But like, I, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, no, that's brilliant. So you definitely recommend it to people who are like looking for a way back into Pokemon. Yes. If you're yeah. either, if it, I think it's still a good place to start if you are new to the series because it still puts you through all the basics, which even though I'm sat there going, come on, let's get through this. I know how to catch a Pokemon. I don't know. Like, get through all of that. They but if you, you are, if, again, if you're like me that's been off from Pokemon for like 13, 14 years, it's a great place to jump back in. Mm-hmm. They give you a lot of options. Like, for example, when you first go into Pokemon Center, like, do you know what goes on here? And you, you have you're the like, option yeah. to say, I got this. Yeah. I've done this before. Be gone. <laughs> I know the Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, yourself? So obviously it's like a sort of died in the wall hardcore dork about it. I was very apprehensive going into it, but I think most of the changes are stuff done right. And mm. I think the things that people have complained about and are concerned about are things that clearly will be worked on in the future because this was, I would say, an experimentation game. Sure. Um, but yeah, everything it does right, it absolutely knocks out of the park. Uh, I got to have cool cats. I got to have... <laughs> Weird times. Faking I'm cats. not going to spoil the ending, but like, oh, oh, wild gets gets real wild real fast. Real Wood. wild areas. And I see what you did there. Stuff. It reminds me of Dragon <laughs> Quest Monsters. If you ever played that, in like okay. the best possible way. Um, so yeah, I think a step in the right direction. Oh, that's so wholesome. I love <laughs> it. I actually, I'm sitting here thinking like, what are my negatives about this game? And I literally have no negatives, but y'all know me and I love everything. Um, I honestly can't think of anything I don't like about it other than the online functionality being a little bit uh, not great. <laughs> Doesn't always connect. Stamps are silly. Get rid of stamps. Just, just let me, just let me voice chat. With my friends? I've got a friends list on the Switch. Just let me connect straight to them, please. <laughs> I know, exactly. So I like the same, the way the PlayStation does it. I mean, this is Nintendo. They've never done that sort it's of true. thing. So. It's true. And that will remain to be difficult with it <laughs> until we all die. Uh, wow, well, okay. Yes. A nice ending. A big, a big ending there. <laughs> so until we all die, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. Let us know what you think of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Which version did you get? What starter did you pick? We didn't even ask. The Rim, Sobble. Team Scorbunny. Got the other one. Oh, oh, well, there you go. Right? <laughs> Protect Sobble at all costs. <laughs> Guys, you've been awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, my name has been Rach, and I have been joined by Rich. Thank you very much for listening. Go give Yamper all the belly rubs. Thank you. <laughs> and Zoe. Catch a good Pokemon. <laughs> Continue being great Pokemon trainers, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.